We are back for season two of Making Money next Monday. We're so excited for what's in store and we're kicking off with a deep dive on what to put in your portfolio with personal finance YouTube royalty, Romin from Pensioncraft. Thank you everyone who's sent in your questions or given us a review. We love hearing from you and we really do listen to what you're telling us about the podcast. So keep the messages coming in. Okay, Sean asks, do you broach friends, family when you see them making terrible financial decisions? Or do you, do you pick them up on their terrible financial decisions? If I haven't advised them to make the terrible financial decision, yes. <laughs> you are the terrible financial right, decision. Trust me, this is going to the moon, guys. Invest in this. Two weeks later. Yeah, so it's on zero now, mate. Sorry about that. <laughs> terrible financial decisions. It's like you see someone getting a new car or whatever. You could you could beat them over the head and be like, oh, that's a terrible financial decision. But actually, like, you know, let them do what they want. What What gets me is I have people that are like, Oh, I watch your channel um, and yeah, th- I, I really like what you do, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I'm 100% all in on a clean energy fund. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How did you get that from what I, what I said? Because it's the future, bro, like that kind of stuff. Well, I, I might say, oh, you know, I don't agree. I've got one example. This is going to sound so, um, so privileged, I guess. My masseuse. Uh, yeah so I have a masseuse and this is all part of me living my life a little bit more 50 quid a month sorts me out I go see her and she talks to me and she's actually friends with my missus that's kind of how I um, got introduced and Jess was telling me that she she's in this thing called Cash FX which is a well-known scam it's like a really well-known like uh, yeah Ponzi scheme or whatever and Jess was like she wants to talk to you about it, but she knows you'll disapprove and she she just wants to believe that it's true. <laughs> That's what she said. So I went along and I was like, oh, how are you doing financially? She's like, oh yeah, I'm in this really exciting like investment that's going really well. And I knew that it was cash FX behind the scenes, but I also knew that she just wanted to believe that it was real. So I didn't really want to squash her dreams because she, she told my missus that she knew it was a scam, but she just didn't care that she wanted it to be real. Um, so I said, yeah, be careful. Don't put all your money in that. And she's never spoke about it again. So I think it's all gone pretty badly. But that's really my only real world example of seeing someone doing a really bad thing. I said to you a few times, actually, when you called me about... You said, don't do that. Certain token. You, you said, put eight grand into this. And it's a sure thing. I was like, to me, just be careful. <laughs> yeah, I did not heed your words. <laughs> Nick wrote to us, great work on the YouTube channel and the pod. You're so far ahead of what other people are doing in terms of UK finance. Clearly aimed at you that too. My question (laughs) is for Damo. You said recently that enough money for you would be 2 million inside of a stocks and shares ISA. How quickly do you reckon you can get that 2 million in an ISA given the 20K allowance? Is the 2 million a target based on higher annual rates of return or is it just a general aim at maxing out your ISA allowance every year until you're 60? and that should come to about 2 million quid. The answer to this question is 1,666 pound a month at a 7% return for 30 years is 2 million quid. Job done, next question. Done, next question. <laughs> <Bang>. <laughs> no, um, that's actually how you got me into the ISA. When I saw the, the returns and like how it compounds and yeah, just the more you put in and yeah, over different time periods, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, it's yeah, it's very feasible, especially anyone in your 30s, even in your 40s, um, it's it's very achievable. I think I think maybe I need to caveat the the like because we were given like what is enough. Maybe just two million pounds in 
in investments would be a better answer. And that when I'm taught, well, I mentioned my ISA, but you'd also mentioned maybe a pension and the combination of the two. You could have a million in one, a million in the other. Because, you know, the thing about the, the, thir the 30 years, I'll give as an example. I'm using that because I'm 34, so you could start at 30, you could get to 60, you'd need to max out your ISA every year. 1,666 times 12, I believe, is 20 grand. So that's where that comes from. Someone starting in their 20s could pay an even less. I've used 7% because I think that's more of a realistic, you know, the average rate of return is actually higher than that. And even a 1% difference in that would, would make it higher. I wanted to be conservative there because Nick asked about, am I forecasting higher rates of return? So I just want to show how it's doable. And obviously with pensions and stuff as well, you're paying money into your work-based pension. They're doubling that. And then that you're getting the return on the stock market. So I honestly think with long enough time horizons, if you're in your 30s or whatever, 2 million quid at retirement across all of your accounts is, is an achievable goal. And the more you earn as you get older, the more you'll pay in. That 1666 doesn't need to come every month. You could do it you know, at a later point as well. I started investing in my 20s with like £50 a month. Now I put in significantly more than that. And he's that. already a millionaire just like that, guys. So you can be a millionaire too. If you see him in the street asking for some money. That's how you get there, mate. Beg, borrow and steal. You wait to a full <laughs> ice every single year. No, I did, you know, you just you just keep ramping it up and testing yourself and every year you 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 up, you increase the amount. If you go play on a dividend, on a compound interest calculator and you put in the amount that you can afford now and then at the bottom it lets you adjust, it increase the amount that you put in each year by a percentage. If you just say a percentage in your head that seems, could you increase the amount by 1% a year? And you'd be like, yeah, fine. Put that in and see what difference that makes to the figure overall. I'm not saying everyone can sit here and max their ISA, but you're asking me specifically how I've got to that figure and that, that's how I got to that figure. And I do max my ISA on an annual basis, but I didn't start in that place. I didn't start putting £1,666 a month in. I, start, you know, I started with £50 a month. One of my friends said to me the other day that he was watching the podcast with his partner and she was like, turn it off, turn it off. This makes me depressed. And he's like, oh, but we need to fix our finances. She's like, I don't want to think about our money. And they just had a kid as well. And they're like, so I don't want to think about our money. It's it's all stressful. And I think that's- Money avoidance. Problem. That's how yeah. a lot of people feel. They're like, oh, I won't worry about it. It's too scary. I'll worry about my pension later. I'll worry about it. That's how I was definitely. I'll worry about my isolator. And then you don't start. But once you start and you, like you said, play around on the calculator, um, you kind of, when you're working towards something, it's a lot easier, but it's, I think it's getting started that scares people the most. Next question. Jordan has a question. What was the worst stock you've ever invested in? Go on, T. There have been a few and it was so bad that I've actually like, you know, when you have trauma, I blocked the name from my memory, <laughs> but it was an oil company. My friend's like, trust me, trust me, this oil company, they're going, it's really cheap now. And then price went to zero. I, I put a few grand in, price went to zero. But more recently, last year, I put some money into like a medical company and they were meant to produce all these new medicines and they went bankrupt. So those are my worst two. Um, I blocked them from my memory so I couldn't tell you the names and I don't want to remember them. <laughs> I don't ever want to think about them again. Uh, what about you, Damon? It's a company probably called Bidstack. I've spoken about it before. They're, they basically, they've got a piece of software or they claim to have which can put ads inside of games. So, you know, like product placement inside of a movie whereby they'll they'll pay for a slot. Obviously, once that movie's shot, it's done. So if they put like a Lucas A bottle in the movie, they can't change that. 
what Bidstack claim to be able to do is have a marketplace within games where they can change the adverts within the games. So you're playing Call of Duty one day and the billboards all have one advert on the next day, they all get changed to others. So it's, it creates like an open marketplace for ads within games. So I was like kind of blown away by this like concept and thought that could be a really big market. But I put my money in and it, it went crazy and 10 x in like a few weeks. And I was like, woohoo, I'm on, I'm on one here. And then it collapsed because I didn't take my money off the table and it never really recovered. They've got loads of bad management issues, I believe, and things like that. I kind of just exited it and moved on. But yeah, that's prob probably one of the worst. It's one of those where I fell victim to what I see loads of people doing all the time, which is they hear of a fancy technology and they think, oh, that sounds really good, so it must do really well. But, uh, you know, an interesting technology and a business that makes money are two very different things. Um, AI is a prime example of that at the minute. The amount of people that are just trying to grab anything to do with AI is like, it, it looks very bubbly. And when you consider a lot of these businesses aren't making any money, I mean, ChatGPT is burning cash. I'm not saying it won't make money some someday, but, you know, st share prices tend to follow earnings over time. So consider that before you invest in hype, because what I did with Bidstack was I invested in the hype of a technology. I didn't understand the business. What was it? Who was it? Was it Warren Buffett you said that said that it's hard to outperform the FTSE or outperform Yeah, the... direct quote that. Was it? <laughs> No, that's definitely not what he said. <laughs> word for word. Yeah. Basically, picking stocks, the chances of you outperforming the, the markets is very, very low. So He said, yeah. get ready so you never have to be ready or whatever. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. <laughs> that's what he said. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's how I live my life. <laughs> what kind of topics do you want us to cover in season two of Making Money? Let us know at makingmoney@kindling.media or message us on Instagram. Thank you again to everyone who supported us by leaving a review or subscribe to the YouTube channel. It makes a massive difference and we really appreciate it. See you next week. See you next week. Quick question from me and the Making Money team. Would you like us to come into your workplace to teach you and your colleagues more about personal finance? It's an absolute joke that we're not taught what to do with money. And this knowledge gap makes most people much poorer over their lifetimes. Take your work-based pension. Most people have no idea what the fund they're invested in does, and plenty of people just opt out altogether. We can cover whatever is most important, from the basics to complex financial retirement planning supported by qualified financial advisors who are not there to sell you anything. We take different approaches for different people in a company depending on stuff like their age or their income. If you think people you work with could benefit from financial education, then please email will at getmost.co.uk. It doesn't matter what your role is in the business, we want to hear from you. So email will at getmost.co.uk and I've left a link in the description for you. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. This isn't advice. Whilst we discuss individual examples, we can't give you personal financial advice. What we can do is offer a perspective and discuss the issues.